Legacy Moments, where we have authentic conversations about life, business, and so much more. I am your host, Dr. Patrice Berry, clinical psychologist, and I am joined by my co-host and mom, Johnny Lloyd. Mom, will you tell them a little bit about yourself? Welcome, everybody. And I am Johnny Lloyd, a resource strategist. I'm a transformational business consultant who specializes in people, productivity, and profitability. Also, I have over 47 years of financial expertise, and I'm a three times international best-selling author. I am one who serves uh, female veterans, executives, and kingdompreneurs, unleashing their power toward greater. And it's a pleasure for me to be here today with my wonderful, amazing daughter. And uh, the two greatest things I have is my grandson and my family. So I love it. Amazing. So glad that we're able to start this journey together. And our podcast is called Legacy Moments. And so I thought today would be a good episode to talk about what does legacy mean to you? And so I'll start with that question. How would you define legacy? You know what? Um, My definition of legacy has actually changed over the years. What it first started out being was things I could leave uh, after I died. And then it transformed into my life, my actions, my character, my integrity, me living out my legacy and not waiting until I leave. So legacy to me is the impact, significance you have on other people's lives that would transform and help support them as uh, because we're in this world together. That's legacy for me. Impact. That's that's amazing. Mm -hmm. And can you talk a little bit about how you see that being developed while a person is still alive? Because from your definition, it really sounds like that's not starting after death, like that legacy building can actually start now. And so what does that look like for you? You know what? It looks two ways. For me personally, it means that every decision I make matters. It means that my voice matters. It means that the words that I say matter because words and thoughts are things. So we speak our life, we speak life to others. So part of the legacy for me is speaking life to other people. That's the way it looks for me. Um, Me looking at someone, even though they may be, uh, let's say faith or in a space and they don't look like what they said or what they're speaking of their life, for me to join them in that level of faith and, and help them walk out the steps to get there because you can do anything. So legacy to me is not just things, even though it includes things. Uh, Me leaving uh, a legacy of financial uh, endowment or legacy uh, after I pass is actually me living out my day in a way that actually leaves an imprint that cannot be erased in another person's life. I love that. And so you said impact, you said imprint. And to me, legacy, because I looked it up from uh, the Marian Dictionary, and it talks about leaving possessions. And then something that it also talks about is because if a 
So I went to Virginia Tech and our son will have legacy. He, because both of his parents attended Virginia Tech, that can give him a slight advantage. And so I wanted to add to our definition, to what we're talking about, that advantage, that blessing, that positive thing that legacy can bring. Because we often talk about the generational curses or the generational trauma or the negative things that can come, but we don't often talk about the positive things that we can leave for generations to come. And I know you talk a lot about affirmations and does do affirmations have a play in legacy? Yeah, because this is, Let's talk a little bit about our culture. Our culture historically has been that most children today think that they were always slaves. We were not. But some of us, we came from a legacy of queens and kings and all of that. So part of the legacy and the affirmation is me knowing who I am, me speaking life. Now, affirmations, just for information and to give you the greatest insight on affirmation is do it in the first person perspective. Say what you are, I am this, right? And then the other thing is make it present tense because when you say I will be, your brain doesn't deal with will. Okay, well one day, <laughs> okay. But when you say I am, your brain partners with you to a point that it says, okay, you will, let me show you what will be, you know, what will be. Let me help you get there. Let me help you accomplish that. So affirmations are the things that we speak life and bring forth what we desire. And affirmations are directly, for me at least, related to my faith. So I, I do I am statements, which is the greatest three words you can have. I am in your name. I am in the situation is the, is the greatest statement you can ever make. And it's the greatest mistake you can make too because when you say I am and put something negative behind it your body I mean your life your brain every part of your being does that you know so some people who have always been poor they can't keep money or whatever the situation is when you consider when you continue to say I am and you put that negative there the same thing that can happen on the positive side can happen on the negative side so be careful with those words yes and I think this is a nice segue into your book because that's really where the name of this podcast came from. I have a habit of taking names of your businesses. And so I have a private practice and you had a business, Four Rivers, and I was in a crunch and I needed to have a business. You weren't using that particular name. And now you are using a different version of that name, which is so interesting how everything circled around because my my clinical practice is for Rivers Psychological Services. And then you also had Mind Your Legacy, which was a website, it was everything. And you have you are a serial entrepreneur and you had so much. And I just wanted to thank you because you have opened doors. And so that's where I really see how legacy has played a role. And I'm glad that we're able to speak about some of these things so that hopefully, because everybody doesn't have this experience. So everybody, doesn't come from a family where 
there is wealth building because sometimes people, that is a privilege to be able to have the finances, to have the resources, to not be in survival mode financially and personally, that really is a privilege. And even thinking back to your parents and how they were able back in the eighties to leave a legacy for, for their children at a time when a lot of times after death, a lot of people would try to get together. Like, how are we going to find the money and resources? And so I really like that having something like a will and having life insurance, like those are basic things that people can do to build legacy. But then deeper than that, the businesses, the, you know, storing away resources for the future, for that next generation, that that is so important and investing in things that hold value, that gain value versus you know, blowing it on cars or clothes, purses, because those things all depreciate. Right. You know, and this is the wonderful thing. Legacy doesn't always look like legacy. Say more it's about interesting. That. Yeah. So when I was growing up, my parents were serial entrepreneurs, right? I did not perceive them that way. I perceived my father because my father had a full-time job, a very good job, a working in a factory. And my mother was actually working for um, very wealthy people in their home. She was what I considered at that time a maid, you know? Uh, I never looked at her as having her own business. So when I went back and I said, why am I a serial entrepreneur? Why is this in my DNA? And I went back and it's with new eyes that I looked back at that and said, oh my gosh, of course I'm a serial entrepreneur. Oh my gosh, my parents had three and four jobs. My mother was a tough, she was an amazing cook. She uh, sold cakes. She was a seamstress and created even down to dresses and things that I wore and all of that. And she had all of these businesses or streams of income. I never looked at it that way. I look at it now very differently uh, because back then I looked at it like what well, my mom's made. So this is what I'll tell you and all of our viewers is this, don't despise small beginnings. Don't despise it. Understand where you came from. And even though Teresa and I are talking about what we're doing and what we've been doing, I didn't start there. I was once homeless. So regardless to where you are right now in this very moment, remember that greater can be ahead. Use your time, use your brain, use your thought process to move forward and do the thing that you love. Do the thing that you were created to do. Be all you can be. Shift from just thinking about legacy and things that can't pay you that you have to pay to get and move to the things and invest in your future. Invest beyond yourself. Show your children what good work ethic is. Show your children what uh, businesses are or that kind of thing. Let them let them start a business early. I couldn't help but notice as you were talking about family, were you starting to feel some emotions? It just was, seemed that I, way. I was absolutely uh, feeling emotions because uh, when it comes to my mom, you know, you know, your, my, your grandma, I just... I just love her so. And as a child, I was feeling the emotion of um, shame. 
shame. And um, and and that's why you're the psychologist, right? You saw that and you immediately tapped into that. And you know, so this is not a counseling session. I just no, because no. <laughs> you said I'm not paying you, so you're like, okay, so I don't so, have any of your insurance information. Right, right, right. You don't have my insurance policy. So, but but on a serious note, I think um, the shame piece was back then as a child. Uh, there were seven of us. So uh, I got hand-me-downs, you know. I mean, I, I wore very expensive clothes because it was from these people <laughs> that had big bank. You know what I'm saying? But until I was in high school, I felt like she just goes to people's house and clean it. You know, she's a maid. And that was not looked at positively. So what I would really like, what I did was I re- framed my thoughts. I reframed what I thought I felt versus what the reality is. The re- the reality of it is my mother always worked for herself. She never worked for, oh well, she worked for Hunt so years and years ago. But after she came from that, uh, she got on the bus and she went to these people's houses. These people loved her. She raised their kids and so it was almost that place of um but you're not, you know, but she never let us lack, you know, I mean, our house was the, I mean, our house I was remember. like, woo, we had expensive stuff. In our house. So my mother, my parents made good money. They moved us to a great neighborhood. And so this is what legacy is about, not despising small beginnings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you were talking about the book, right? Yes. So legacy moments. The small beginning of the book was me being in the train for two hours each direction and me going online and typing in something that was for me. It wasn't even for for them, it was for me. I was encouraging myself because I was in a place in my life that I needed to encourage me. I was doing David, encourage yourself. You know what I'm saying? So then people started, started liking it you know I was like, oh okay they gonna like it <laughs> so good so I kept on doing it and I did it every single day every day every day my thoughts to encourage myself and I found that it was encouraging other people mm-hmm. then it shifted don't despise small beginnings it shifted to me wanting to take all of that while I was at home with Langston while here take care of Langston to shift it to a little book and they told me no and I remember one day I was feeling sorry for myself. Be careful with who you have in your circle, guys. Really be careful. Because you turned around and you wouldn't let me pity myself. You said, well, do something else with it. Make it into a book. And, I, and I'm just like, whoa, you're supposed to be with me on this pity party that I can't make it into what I wanted to make it with because they wanted me to make 10,000 copies of it, right? Talk, talk about legacy because you, you made a problem solver. Like you came to me with a problem and it's like, hey, just just do this. Cause I don't even remember it not being a book. Cause I don't even remember that hurdle that you jumped over and that emotion that you had to deal with about not being able to do it at first the way you wanted to do it. Yeah, and but that is legacy. That is legacy. So how did you do that? How did you build this legacy? I mean, how did you build this problem solver? 
I value your thoughts. Ever since you were a child, I value your thoughts. Now you didn't always get your way, but I let you know I heard you and I let you know that your thoughts mattered and then I did what I wanted to do. <laughs> I kept you in the boundaries and all that. We'll talk about boundaries and all this stuff later. But it's so funny because you're right. And you that's the second time. Last night we were talking about something and you said, I'm gonna remember that. You remember what you want to remember. <laughs> but but what you do when you build a legacy and your children are problem solvers, they jump over the problem into the solution. Hear me, guys. We jump over the problem into the solution. And so the problem gets burnt away and then you solve the problem and move forward. So after you wouldn't jump into my into my problem with me, and I said, well, you know, she's, well, I think it was two days later or a week later or something. I said, you know, I can't make it a tough book. So I started playing with it because I'm a problem solver. So I said, oh no, nobody's gonna tell me, I know this is supposed to be in a space. So nobody's gonna tell me no to this. So that's what I did. So we we did that. And I think, I think that's one of the greatest gifts you can give your children. The greatest gift that you can give your employees the greatest gift that you can give people around you for your legacy is to value them. Hmm. Wow. To value them. Doesn't mean that you agree with them, but that you listen to them and you value them. And then that you, you interact in communication and conversation, but you value them. Uh, and that's one of the greatest things my parents did for me. I know, my, I never told my mother that, you know, that I thought, you're a maid. <laughs> I never thought about that because it was that looking would, back. And that, that would not have went over well. Oh, no. Oh, no. But she never called herself that. Uh, it's so interesting. But like I said, uh, these people were making seven, I mean, it was crazy. I mean, we're talking about vice presidents of companies and stuff like that. And then this is the thing she did because she worked for the vice president of a major fortune 500 company, might have been fortune 100 at the time, but a major company, I got a chance to help do the bottle. Everybody drinks out of the plastic bottle. I helped do the research on that plastic bottle at a company and traveled and I was doing it as a summer school student because she knew the guy and he opened up a position in the research lab that caused me to do that. So don't tell me what legacy can't do. So it's about us honoring the people and knowing our family and all of that and opening up a door. So on two sides, if somebody, when somebody opens a door for you, value it, value it. Step in, step in boldly and value that door. And then when the door shuts, it's okay whenever the door shuts, right? but value the opening. I see it all over your face. What are you saying? What are you thinking? For me, it's also, so when somebody opens a door for me, I try to see who else I can help get in that door too. So back in September, I thought it was October, but I went back and looked back in September, I got on TikTok and I figured a lot out a lot of things on my own and I've done well and it has been an amazing yeah. space and TikTok <laughs> was really what helped launch the podcast and because I have this audience that wants more from YouTube and Instagram and a podcast just made so much sense. Uh, these episodes will be available on the YouTube channel and just being able to 
help other people. So I started a TikTok clinicians of color group where other clinicians, especially clinicians of color, because I feel like sometimes we struggle to, as a marginalized group, we may struggle to go to reach the same levels that other people reach or to figure out some things that other people know or to be invited into certain spaces. And so being able to do that and be able to share the information because I am a researcher. I am a resource yes, queen. <laughs> I love that. Like that just makes me so happy. And once I go into something, I go into it all the way. And being able to just help other people, that gives me so much joy. And I think that becomes part of my legacy and that it's not just about my family. And so I wanted to make sure that we make that point that legacy isn't only for if you have family. Go ahead and find find that your pod. It's in my hair. <laughs> it's in my hair. I said, where'd it go? It's in my hair. I got my hair down. It's not curly today. So I said, uh, it went somewhere. <laughs> Authentic, authentic conversations. I lost, I lost it. <laughs> and then just being able to know that legacy, it's not just for people with children. It's not just for people, because I like how you said that it relates to business, that it relates to so many other things. And we're going to close out with what are your two tips that you would give someone looking to build legacy? Don't despise small beginnings and rock your space. I like that. What do you mean by the rock your space? I mean that whatever that you're doing, become the best you can be in it. You may be working for somebody else, but rock that space. It's, it's a habit that will transform your life, even in the future. It's a habit that your children will see. And, and then I'm gonna do a bonus one. Stop complaining. Stop complaining. Because when you speak negative about things, your brain reacts differently to that. And we'll do it on, on different, I'm sure we'll talk about that in the future. But don't complain. Taking up that energy to complain means that you're not solving a problem. Yeah. If you don't like the, the issue, then figure out the solution. If you don't like it, figure out the solution. Because all of us run around with million dollar ideas. Don't despise small beginnings, rock your space and stop complaining. That's amazing. My final two tips would be to have a growth mindset, to think bigger than where you are. And with a growth mindset, that is where you're not looking at your lack. You're not looking at what you don't have. You're not focusing on what you're not. You are looking to what you are, to what you would like to be. And I started doing this with clients on the autism spectrum, and it's really been helpful across so many different settings. And I've always had a growth mindset, but just didn't know that that was what it was called. Being able to give that knowledge to other people. Mama, do you have any final thoughts before we close out? Stay connected to us. And don't forget to direct message Patrice, and I stress that, <laughs> direct message Patrice. <laughs> 
If you have questions or you have topics that you want us to deal with, because remember, we have a wealth of, uh, of knowledge, um, more than anything, we care about you. And so make sure you reach out and tap into social media. But if you're going to send a direct message, send it to ha. <laughs> And you can direct message me on Instagram at Dr. Patrice Berry, D-R Patrice, B-E-R-R-Y. And I am available on TikTok and all these other platforms. I believe they should be linked on the Anchor site. And there's also a website, mindyourlegacy.com, M-I-N-D-U-R-L-E-G-A-C-Y.com. Mama, I just want to thank you for agreeing thank to you, do this. Sweetie. We put this together in all of, <laughs> wow, like a week? I don't know. It was like, Wait, we, no podcast, you, a podcast. <laughs> look, you just, you rocking it. And that's the thing. And, and, and we'll talk about it soon. Be careful what you say you won't do. Because I did. I said I wasn't going to do podcasts. You did. You, you, said you said. And then be careful what you don't don't take things off your list if you know that you you're supposed to be doing something because it was on my list for last year but the pandemic you know crazy stuff happened and so I said oh well it's what it is and I didn't take it off the list and sure enough you said something and I said oh oh my gosh this is perfect so yeah thank you so much sweetie you're amazing as always and love you Thank you. Love you too. And if you would like to watch the episode, we will be posting them to my YouTube channel about a week after episodes air. Thank you so much for listening. We want to give a special shout out to the people who were able to listen on Clubhouse. We have a club called Legacy Moments. You can follow me at Dr. Patrice Berry, D-R Patrice, B-E-R-R-Y. And my mom is at Johnny Lloyd. We will take time to answer questions that people have over on Clubhouse and make sure to subscribe and follow on your favorite podcasting streaming service to be sure that you are notified of future episodes. You can connect with us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Facebook. I will be sure to link my mom's socials on those platforms as well. Episode one is complete and we hope you have a great day.